bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. It is a good week. You know that I'm always fixated on Election Day results, and boy, I can't believe it, but for the first time in a long time, the Dems are in the House, and I think that's very encouraging for people, us working folk here. It's very, very good news. I want to welcome our athletic and health correspondent, Adam. I'm sure you're surprised at that, but that's your new title on this show. Do you like Love it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, baby. I mean, now, listen, in addition to owning the best boxing gym that exists in Southern California, you know, I'm now anointing you, you know, I'm anointing you health and athletic correspondent. Now you could add that to your resume and your website. <laughs> there you go. I mean, come on, it's a new title for you. It gives you a lot of credibility, although you're really, really good at what you do. Uh, you're, you're a sweetheart. You know what's so funny, Adam? <laughs> when I came in yesterday, you looked so, like you were really focused and you were training, you know, one of your people. Uh, and like when I came in, you looked really scared, like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> yeah. I saw, I saw you standing in the shadows, staring know, at me I mean, out of the corner of my eye. No, i got to say, Adam is a good-looking, uh, you know, svelte, you know, focused, young, well, not 20 young, but... Oh, know? no, 20. That's, that's, that's what, what? old I am. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. You are. You're 19, right? Yeah, I'll be 40. You know, I'll be 40 December 1st. I know. I, I know that. It's a big deal. But you don't look it at all. Oh, you're once again, you're a sweetheart. Well, no, but I'm know. not kidding. And you know what? It's because you really take care of yourself. That I do. Although I, mean, I won't sound you know, like it this I'm early in the morning. You. You do. Adam Fish from Big Fish Boxing. I mean, I got, you know, you are the perfect walking example of how a for, someone who is about to be 40 looks like they can be 30 because you're health aware and health conscious. And, you know, obviously it's your living to keep your body in shape. So, I mean, it makes all the difference in the world. If somebody doesn't work out at 40, they could be bald and look like they're 70. <laughs> you know, I don't get it. I mean, I think there's just not a, uh, I, I, I still don't think there's an awareness um, of how important it is for people in their everyday lives to, to stay healthy. I mean, again, it's just, you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to mention names and times because I don't want to put anybody on the spot because everybody's listening and they know what I'm saying. But, you know, there are people that I, you know, I meet with for my PR business and consulting business. Adam, I, you know what? They're 45, and when they tell me that they're 45 or 46, I, you know, I want to just fall off the chair because they look like they're 62. Right. And I'm like, what? Like, you're younger than me? Are you kidding me? I mean, they're, I, you know, they are really kind of heading toward obesity. You could see it. Right. You know, I mean, not a little <laughs> overweight, which, you know, you deal with a lot when, you know, people are trying to, manage their weight and manage their body. I mean, people who are, you know, you know that they haven't worked out for years and they're certainly not eating right. Right. And um, it's just really sad. And we need people like you to get out there and help wake people up because you could be a lifesaver, Adam Fish. <laughs> well, I mean, in, in uh, you know, in a few situations, I almost have been. And it's not just, it's not just the, the, 
you know, the, the dieting that, you know, getting healthy um, for, you know, all the physical reasons. But, you know, I mean, people, you know, fall into, into depression, you know, um, and I think one of the biggest, you know, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but... No, but you know health. And believe me, because you coach and you train and you have the background in that area, you're better than a doctor. So don't underestimate yourself, okay? Well, thank you. You're welcome. I'm a listener. And, you know, when when it comes to, you know, clients um, that, you you know, I'll meet somebody. They'll come in the gym and... You know, they're a little taken back. It's a boxing gym. But, you know, the, the boxing has become very mainstream. And, you know, you've got, you've got a lot of, uh, you've got a lot of people in the public eye that talk about, you know, how they, you know, work with boxing, their boxing trainer, a lot of movie stars now. And, um, it's interesting that people come in for different reasons. But, you know, it'll typically start off with, you know, I want to lose weight. And then, you know, I talk to my clients for a long time before I ever do anything with them because I really want to know what, you know, what their goals are and what they want to do. I mean, I can, I can physically, I can see to the eye, hey, look, I know what I need to do with this person. But it's interesting that, you know, I'm going to say that there's a, a, a very high percentage, at least in my situation, that I've dealt with, um, with people that are overweight that, uh, that have had more, you know, more along the lines of, uh, of, of depression, anxiety, um, and, you know, um, just they're, like they're not getting their, their fulfillment in life. And I think that, you know, not without going overboard and becoming, you know, some extremist with health, um, that's the biggest thing that I see. Right. I, I see a mental turnaround with people that may be 20, 30 pounds overweight, and, you know, they may not you know, talk about it on the surface or they may not seem like it's it's affected their lives, but, <clears throat> excuse me, when you take That's somebody okay. that... That's okay, you sound great, by the way. Oh, you know, it's 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 the 7 o'clock shows, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people start their days at 4 o'clock in the morning, Adam, and some people coach boxing until 12 o'clock at night. That's Everybody's right. on different schedules. I'm a late, I'm, I'm in the gym till pretty late at night. I know you are. I know that you're a little bit of a later day person, but you sound great. So <laughs> don't, you really sound fantastic, and you should speak with authority about these subjects because God knows nobody else is. You know, I just don't think anybody really has the. It, and I mean, there's a lot of guys out there that have the concept of of I think what I'm talking about, but you know, they're more along the lines of of you know one extreme, either it be dieting or, or either it be exercise or you know uh, you know a lot of a, a lot of philosophy with psychology and so forth. But you know, the bottom line is for some uh, for someone you know that. You know, has not been in, in. There's a lot of people that have never been really physical in their after years of school. You know, of, of grade school or, or. I think that's a terrific point. Yeah, and you know they they don't realize. You know, they think that because of the the seriousness of life, once you get a job and you you have a family, and you know they just are willing. People are just willing to accept the stress as it goes with the territory. But, you know, I don't see it that way. And I think that's where the youth comes in. When you're doing something that can take away that stress, being relieved by, you know, physical activity, proper eating, um, and you feel good, you feel great, you don't age as quickly. And, you know, all of a sudden, the you know, all your day-to-day affairs in the office and, 
you know, the kids. It's stressful. Life is hey, life is stressful. You well, know? you don't look like life is stressful. I, I have to tell you, if you look like an executive who is, like, running a department at your age, and if you look at you who's running a gym, <laughs> there's a big difference. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's we're in, you know, California. I mean, I just got, <clears throat> excuse me, I got back from, I was in, uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, um, a couple of days ago, I was visiting my my brother who lives there, who is a perfect example of this. He was a football player uh, in high school, and he was uh, he was in the the upper echelon of of athleticism. He was he was a phenomenal athlete. <laughs> Unfortunately, he picked a sport that you know the average weight back then uh, was you know still in the in the you know two hundred pounds for the position he played, and he got injured. Quite a bit, but you know, had the heart to follow through and keep playing. And uh, he, for a while, he was he he was in his mind because of the injuries. He he didn't work out. I mean, this is a guy that was you know you know more fit than I. You know, right. he's, I mean, he was a phenomenal athlete. Endurance and strength. <clears throat> Excuse and you, me. You know. I'm sorry. I said football takes a lot of endurance and a lot of strength. It doesn't really have. You know the control discipline that boxing can have because you have so many other, you know, there's so many other people in the game. Right. So you don't have the control that you could have in the boxing discipline. I mean, right. you get, you know, you don't know who's going to run into you from the opposing team. There's just so many uncontrolled factors. Right. And you know, with uh, and this happens quite a bit. You know, you, you get you get somebody that you know has played sports. In, in girls, you get a lot of girls that did uh, they did dance for years, or they did uh, you know some sort of um, you know volleyball, whatever it may be. But Gymnastic. my point is that after high school and the injuries set in, and they don't take care of the injuries, and they go to work, and you know they they, they have the the number one excuse is I'm I'm unable, I can't, I have you know an injury here, an injury there. Which you can always work around injuries again. Well, you, know, you know what? You are so right, and I have an idea that could be a very big idea for both of us that could yeah. change at least California. I don't know about I don't know about the rest of the country, but how about being that election day just passed? I'm very happy about the Dems being in the house. I'm sure you're very happy about the Dems yes, being I in am. the house. But um, I um, I think that because California is very proposal and preposition oriented. We could write a preposition about grown-ups having to do physical activity every day. Now, you know, Schwarzenegger, you could love him or hate him, but I'm sure that he would get behind that because of his past. Absolutely. And you know what? I, you know, you read through all the propositions if you vote. And in California, you know, it's just ridiculous. It's a proposition state, and most states don't. You know, you don't vote with propositions. I mean, it's just right. crazy. But since we're in a proposition state, you know, you have to go to gym every day when you're in high school or public school or, you know, whatever kind of school. It's a must. It's mandated by the state because everybody knows that, you know, keeping in shape is a very, very important part of keeping your brain working and keeping you in good health. And why stop? Why stop when you graduate from high school? Why do the requirements go away? I mean, here we are in a health crisis, okay? You can't even go to Rite Aid drugs without getting, you know, some kind of maintenance drug, okay, for something that might be wrong with your body, which happens when you get a little older, okay, without paying $100 in copay. So what if we go forward together? This is my big idea for the day, okay? 
and introduce a proposition that would, you know, make physical activity mandatory. And if you make physical activity mandatory and somebody like you, Adam, you know, who's a coach and a professional, you know, would sign off on, you know, the four days a week mandatory physical activity, you hand it into your doctor, and the and then like your medical costs go down. It's not like a big great idea. It's an interesting one. <laughs> well, I mean, you talked about the fact that, you know, people stop <laughs> they stop working out because they don't have to anymore. Right. That's a big deal. Of course it is. You <laughs> if know? you have to if you have to and if you're gonna be um rewarded with more be- medical benefits or, you know, rewarded with less costs for medical care, I mean, I think people would do it. Well, we have to take a break. I mean, I know I freaked you out at 7 o'clock in the morning with this big political idea. You're like, oh, my God, what is he saying? <laughs> We're going to come back in a few minutes after the break, and I'll give you a chance to hit me back. Okay, Adam? Okay. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood Jet Set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveris, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes, and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because, after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg. 
sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back with Adam Fish. Adam Fish is our health and our our athletic correspondent. And in addition to everything else, you're going to be a regular on the show, Adam. Love it. Can Are we push the out? show back about an hour and a half? <laughs> what? I, I said, that's great. Can we push your show back about an hour and a half? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm normally up usually about 6 o'clock. No, I know. Can I move the show back already? You're asking for favors. Oh yeah. See, when you're athletically in shape, you really have confidence, people. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, my God, can we, take, can we do it five days a week? <laughs> That's okay, but um, I think you should be, and, you know, it's not going to take too much of your time, and, uh, you know, what, we, what we'll do in the future, Adam, if you ever want to talk about something, we won't put you on at the top of the show. We could even let you sleep more and put you more towards the back end of the show, and, you know. No, you know I'm just kidding. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be picky. <laughs> no, you give me a hard time. i got to give you a hard time. All right, well, on. no, it's, well, listen, I have to tell you, Adam Fish may not seem like he's giving me such a hard time on the air, okay, because it's early in the morning, but when I am in the ring with the fish, I get a hard time, don't I? You do. Go back to talking about what we were saying before. I came in to see you after I spent six months in Louisville, Kentucky, which is hell on earth. And I say that because unless you are gay, okay, and this is a compliment to all gay folks, really, and I'm a fag anyway, so, you know, everybody knows that. Or unless you are a cheerleader type or a whore. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's my labels, Adam, not yours. Don't worry about it, okay? <laughs> it's Internet Radio, and it's my opinions. And opinions, you don't get sued, you know? There you um, go. <laughs> anyway, I'm complimenting these people because those are the people that actually have to pay attention to what their bodies look like when they're in Louisville, Kentucky. So... They're actually very focused on their diets and working out. And I'm not, you know, I'm really not stereotyping in a negative way. The people who I'm stereotyping in a negative way, not because it's really stereotypical, but because it's true, is everybody else that don't fall into those categories of having to look good for a living, okay, or having to look good, period, are, you know, you would just have a heart attack if you went there, Adam, and you have a really strong heart. I mean, these people are eating fried shit all the time, okay? I mean, they, there is no thought to, you know, food and health. And they drink so much, and I mentioned this to you in the gym, because it's the bourbon capital of our country, um, everything is just focused around drinking, and you're allowed to have alcoholic beverages in the street unlike every other state in the United States. Wow. Um, you, ha- you just have to put it in a plastic cup. Oh well, you know, that's the only, you know, that's the only caveat. So what you have is all kinds of people walking around, you know, with alcoholic beverages. It's encouraged in the social culture, um, and it really messed me up, as you know. I mean, you know, because I've never lived in the South. I mean, it's 
talk about a fish out of water, no pun intended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So I bombarded myself with, you know, fried food and, you know, drank more than I ever did in my life. And you know what? You know what a wreck I was when I came to see you. Yeah. I wasn't obese, thank no. God. That's not no. my body type. But, um, you know, I was lethargic. Um, I got tired out and winded pretty easily, didn't I? Yeah. And, you know, that's what happens when you don't take care of yourself. I mean, you know, like you said, I was very athletic. I was skinny, you know, in high school and college and all of that kind of stuff. So I never thought I had to worry about weight, you know, never. And then you have babies, if you're a woman. I don't think men can have babies yet. (laughs) You know, and your body, your hormones change. And, um, you know, definitely your, you know, digestive system changes, and it's just a part of life. And if you're not fighting back, you know, the gravity of aging, you're just going to be a mess. Yep. So that's why everybody should go see Adam Fish (laughs) (laughs) at the Big Fish Gym. In Agora Hills, California, it's a lovely drive, really. <laughs> oh well, don't don't forget to mention the website because that's the easiest way to contact us. You know, uh, I challenge anybody out there. I mean, I, I really do, and I'm not I'm not one of these extremists. You know, uh, so don't get me wrong. Um, I just have I just have my secret. I have what works, you know. And well, you're not an extremist, Adam. I mean, <laughs> if you meet Adam Fish from www and it's big. What is it? Bigfishboxing.com, right? Dot bigfishboxingclub.com. Bigfishboxingclub.com. Okay, just look at the website, and you'll see people with all the belts, and Adam's in every picture, and he's the photogenic one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't say that right now, Cindy. What? You wouldn't say that right now. Uh, well, you know what? I've never seen you when you first got up. I'm sure it's a sight for sore eyes. Uh, you know what? I, you know what I was going to say. Like all messed up, and now I can see you putting your hands through it. You know. Uh, you know what I was going to say, Cindy, is that I, you know I, I, I make this challenge to people. You know, you can go do anything you like. You can go to you know one of these big you know. Uh, fitness outlet, you know, places, these big, what I call, you know, refrigerator boxes with a thousand treadmills, you know, ton of weights, um, and, you know, every, every exercise, you know, piece of exercise equipment in the world, and, you know, I mean, nine times out of ten, everybody has tried that, um, before they come to my gym, if they're not into boxing, you know, and they've just heard, again, through, you know, the public that, you know, boxing is a great workout and, you know, it's pretty extreme as far as losing weight and everybody can do it. It's not for, it's not just for, you know, the, the super athletes or the boxer. I mean, you know, a good a, a good portion of my clients are people that, you know, have never been into a boxing ring or, or a boxing gym for that matter and they're in their 50s, 60s, you know. I mean, and they go on up into their 70s and 80s and it's just something that is fascinating, it's fun. It's enjoyable to the point that, you know, most exercises, you're looking at the clock, you know, how long have I been on this treadmill? I've been on the treadmill for 20 minutes. Well, absolutely. Oh. You're adding, you know, an excitement. You're, you, you know what you're also doing? It's boxing, I think, and because it's, you know, like any other, you know, thing, boxing for the layman, you know, it, it, it's, you know, it goes up in its trends and down in its trends and ups. And right now, the fortunate thing for you is that boxing is so hot. I mean, 
you know, again, like any other, you know, sport or, you know, <laughs> or hobby, you know, things wax and wane, but because the culture has, you know, really accepted boxing and, you know, it's you and I have discussed that. It's on so many different TV shows and, you know, you don't have to be a boxing fan to, you know, go to fight night. It's become a part of the social culture and if you're not a part of it, you're just not in. Um, well, can I stop you for a second? Of course. Let me say something. <clears throat> um, for one, and you're absolutely right, boxing in the mainstream uh, in the public is, is, is become big as far as people getting out there and joining gyms and doing it themselves. Boxing uh, is at an all-time low as far as is at the professional level and as far as, as boxing is concerned. So with that being said, I want to congratulate Shannon Briggs. We finally have a uh, an American heavyweight champion. Um, I don't know if you're oh, you're aware of this, but um, all four major belts um, in the heavyweight division were held by uh, Europeans, mainly Euro- Eastern Europeans. And on Saturday night, Shannon Briggs, who's been around for a while, um, beat one of the uh, one of the Europeans um, and brought back. You know, well, it didn't bring back. It was, I think, the fight was here in Arizona. But, um, you know, won won a title, and thank God for that because boxing in in a whole, as far as you know, professional boxing is starting to take a turn for the worse. And boxing in the general public is taking a turn for the better. You know, boxing is becoming huge. Um, one well, of our. I'm glad that the Americans, you know, maybe maybe America is having a comeback. Adam. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think there's I think we're about to make a big turn, you know, and it's not to the left. If you know what no, I, mean. I think it's, um, you know, um, I, I think that a turn is very necessary, and a lot of things became a little bit too globalized. And boxing is a great example. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you don't think about, you know, our greats in history, the American greats in history, okay? Yeah. I mean, Joe Frazier and Sugar Ray Leonard and, you know, people going, you know, back to the day. I mean, come on. They weren't Ruskies. They were Americans. <laughs> well, you know, and to boot, uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr., who fought over the weekend, too, um, announced his retirement. He's going to fight one more fight. And, uh, you know, he's probably, um, you know, one of the better skilled, more exciting fighters to watch today. I mean, people, people, uh, it's like back in the day of Sugar Ray Leonard or Marvin Hagler or, or Tommy Hearns. It, these are people that people wanted to see because they were great boxers, great fighters, whatever their, you know, their, their singular most biggest asset was, whether they were, you know, just a great punch, but whatever it was, people would pay to see him. And there's not a lot of fighters out there, unfortunately, um, and well, fortunately, Floyd Mayweather is Floyd, Floyd Mayweather Jr., sorry, and uh, and he just announced his retirement after his next fight, which will bring him, you know, millions and millions. But, um, you know, it is a shame. But getting back to boxing in the mainstream and to the general public, it's it's on an all-time high, and it's becoming... You know, I mean, my gym is at the point now where, you know, I mean, we we need to relocate. We need to get into a bigger, you know, into a bigger facility with better parking. Is that um, your new thing? Is that uh, is that is that your goal for next year? 
You know, that's my goal, I mean, immediately. I mean, it, it, it's tough because we can accommodate so many, you know, um, where we're located, and there's so many more that I know we could bring into the gym and get into the... Well, you know what? I, it's, it's really true. I, you know, your gym is fantastic. The facility is fantastic. And, you know, I really, you know, I went to the big refrigerator gyms, as you know, like Sports Club LA. But, you know, I, you know, once you get into the zone, you know, and get into the boxing thing, you know, it's very, very fulfilling. So, you know, but the parking is limited. Yes, Listen, it is. we have to take a break because, you know, my engineers are telling me we have to. So let's take a quick break now, and we'll talk about this more in the next two segments. And listen, Adam, if Big Fish Boxing is expanding, that's only a good thing. So on to the next segment. We'll be right back. Unlimited talk at your fingertips. VoiceAmerica.com Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment, that's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L, entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. Join Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Positive Living, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Albert Einstein once said, nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. Bringing you around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not. 
but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're back in our third segment with Adam Fish, the athletic and health correspondent, and he is the owner of Big Fish Boxing, www.bigfishboxingclub.com. Is that right, Adam? Bigfishboxingclub.com, correct. No, I see you had to repeat it, but I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. So, are you, so I guess you're actively looking then for a new facility that might have more parking. What is it with that little strip mall thing? I mean, it's real. The parking is really limited. Say it again. It says, "What is it with the little strip mall that you're in?" I said, "The parking is really limited." Yeah, you know, it it <clears throat> it's like this. When I, when I opened my gym initially, I opened up in uh, in the um, in the older part of town where we're, you know, in Agora, and uh, I opened up in an industrial area. And I really didn't open up to the general public. My my goal was to do private lessons, and I had my ring, and I had my, uh, I had my, you know, I had the bags and everything. And it, uh, we had about fifteen hundred square feet of floor space. Um, it was it was it was cold, you know, it was high ceilings, no no air, no heat in the uh, in the warehouse part of the gym. And, right. uh, then my offices were upstairs for my contracting business, and um, you know, it got to the point where the word got out, and people were knocking on the door, and you know, trying to you know join, and they got to the point where you know the neighbors were you know complaining, and the the office uh, where we leased, said, hey, you guys gotta <laughs> you gotta find a bigger space. This isn't meant for boxing, you know, right, right, and rightfully so, you know, so. Um, I did get into this retail shopping center, and uh, you know it just blew up. I mean, it, it really did. But you know, in, in in hindsight, you know things that you know parking I didn't realize would be such an issue. You know, I mean, it's never an issue. You know, when people are coming in during the day um, to do private lessons or work out. You know, or take classes at nine. At, excuse me, in the evening from you know five thirty to nine. I mean, the gym is so packed that you can't see out the windows. I mean, they they fog. I'm sorry. It's prime time. Yeah, and you know that's definitely an issue. And you know we pay we pay uh, prime time rent. You know we it's it's an expensive part of town. So I need to find something that's kind of in the middle. Well, the leaseor actually should have um, figured out alternative parking because it could be found. But um, you know now now this is your new thing for 2007, I guess. Mm-hmm. Finding your new place. Yeah, my goal. My goal. <laughs> well, everything is a goal. See, it's not just weight. It's not just endurance. <laughs> it's all other kinds of things in life too. Oh yeah, and once this is done, it'll be something else. You yeah, know? I know. I mean, if if people are going to grow, you got to start out. I mean, you're the. I think that you're the perfect example of an entrepreneur. You know, you can't you can't go all out and have your immediate dreams. You know, if you're a reasonable business person, you just can't. I mean, the economy doesn't allow that unless, you know, you have $10 million in your back pocket. And, right. you know, I think that your growing pains are something that, you know, most Americans are facing, you know, today if they're smart and if they're living within, you know, reasonable confines. So you ain't alone, Adam. <laughs> you ain't alone. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's interesting where we're located, and, I, and I've said this to you before, you know, everybody argued with me that uh, friends, you know, alike and family members, you know, why are you, why are you opening up in, 
in an upscale kind of uh, upper middle class area. I mean, who's going to want a box? You know, people don't need to box there. And it wasn't about that. You know, if I wanted to find fighters, you know, I would be in, you know, a, a lower income area where people, you know, have that drive that are looking for um, their way out of the ghetto or, you know, what have you. And that wasn't my goal. I mean, my goal was to was to get people healthy and do it in the most, you know, and uh, in, 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 you know the most exciting way. Which you know, I I know boxing. That's what I know. And um, and the combination worked. And you know, I, I you know, you know, a lot of people were were amazed that it really did work where we're located. And well, uh, um, listen, when I was in the gym with you. People came in from off the street saying, "Hey, I want to have my 40th birthday party here." Yeah, that's right. I mean, that that's happened on numerous occasions. In fact, we got one coming up uh, on the 18th. I mean, and it's to most people it would be bizarre, but it, it it's not. I mean, when you hit your 40s, you know, people are. I mean, especially in Southern California, people are, people are, you know, for the most part. I mean, there's a lot of as we you know talked about earlier. There's a lot of unhealthy people. There's a lot of people that aren't aware of you know, how to become healthy, you know, physically and mentally. And, uh, and but there are the people out there that, you know, go, hey, look, I mean, I got a guy that came in, you know, uh, about a week ago, and he was probably 45 pounds overweight, and he said, you know, the, I want to give my wife, like, the, the the best birthday I can give her. She's turning 41, and, you know, she we have kids, and she's gained a little weight, and and I didn't know where he was going, you know, but he said, I'd love to hold her birthday party here, you know, for her and 15 of her girlfriends. Right. And I said, oh, that's interesting. So, you know, you're not talking about Ruth Chris or doing something, you know, <laughs> you know not a vacation up in the, in the wine country. No, he said, I, I think it would be great to bring them all in here and get them the workout that I've seen you, I've seen you guys doing here. And I think they'd enjoy it, and they'd feel great afterward. Now, that was interesting coming from a guy that was 45 pounds overweight. It, no, well, he obviously has some of his own goals as well. He well, wants to live there, vicariously. That was the next conversation. You know, I, said, <laughs> I said, well, what about you? I haven't met your wife. I don't know what she looks like. And he said, he said, Adam, I am I am ready with the exception of, you know, he had a problem, a problem with his foot. Now, you know, most people, when they say that, you know, it's a 50-50 shot. One is they want to keep procrastinating and they'll look for any excuse under the sun. With this gentleman, I, th- I felt that it was it was true. You know, he really did have an issue, and we went into it a little a little deeper. And and I said, as soon as I get it fixed, I'm in here. You're mine, or I'm yours. And this is what I want to do. I want to lose this much weight. No problem. You know, no problem. You know, I I came up with a with a actually I didn't come up with a concept. Somebody else did. You know, and I thought it would be a great idea. If there's any people in the movie business out there, you know, I don't know. Well, if I they should... listen. Yes, they download me. Okay, you know, I would love to do a show. Um, and again, I'm, I hope I'm not giving away, you know, my secrets. Somebody picks this idea up and they go for it. But you know, there's so many reality-based TV shows right now, right? About weight loss. Oh, absolutely. The world, you know, there's the Biggest Loser, which I think is hysterical. Yeah, yeah, that it is. Actually. A little jokey, but you know, it's hysterical. It, it, but my my idea would be my concept would be you know take uh, you know five different trainers that do different sports different theories on how to lose weight and put a camera on them. I'd love to be one of those people. You know, uh, a boxing trainer, um, maybe uh, a uh, 
you know, just a, a, somebody who work, you know, a, tra- a real well-known trainer that does the weights and the, you know, the diet and the whole program. Maybe another trainer that does, uh, you know, some sort of, um, you know, other sport. You know, just different, different uh, categories. You know, and at the end, you know, who can get their their person in the best shape? You know, in, in, within a time, you know. Well, no, no, I think I think actually it's a great idea, and one of the great things about being. Um, you know, a public broadcast is, you know, you're you're kind of a little bit protected right now because you could say on the air, okay, yeah. <laughs> we could use this as your copyright, you know, registration application or as part of it. You know, you set it on Stars of PR, and it's your idea, and nobody can take it because you're about to register that idea with the United States Copyright Office. How do you, you like, like that? You like it? Would it work? Well, you know what? I think it's a very terrific idea. I know the last time that we talked, you know, you wanted to do something, but I don't think that you were really focused on what it might be. Um, you know, but I think reality programming is very, very hot. Um, you know, the question now would be in the packaging of the show. Um, you know, who is it that we would get, you know, that would also attract names to the show? I mean, Stars. you know, a Bruce Jenner, you know what I mean, to... You know, maybe train people on track. Right. You know, right. you bring in, you know, a, you know, a Mitchell Gaylord. You know, I, you know who in this area, and you and I know that there are a lot of, you know, athletes in this area who participated in the Olympics and all of that kind of stuff um, can be a part of that reality show. Right. And then you carve the niche for yourself as being the boxing expert and perhaps the you know, executive producer, because, hey, it's your idea, Um, you know, and, you know, you and I could talk about the next step, but, see, this is where, you know, an agent, a packaging agent would be helpful to you. So while we're on the air, we're demonstrating an entertaining, the entertainment process of having an idea, not having somebody steal it, Um, you know, and again, this is the right step, actually, because, you know, it isn't Oprah, so <laughs> you're not going to have everybody running out to, you know, take this idea. It's really an educational show. Um, but this is the process. You have to take a little bit of a risk to talk about what you want to do publicly. Otherwise, you'll never get anywhere, right? Right. Um, but, you know, the next step here is definitely submit the idea, and we're not going to pick a name for the show yet. We're going to do that in private. And then we're going to have Michelle submit it to, you know, the U.S. Copyright Office. So the idea is yours, and you're protected. So there you go. Nobody else had, believe me, nobody else is going to run and, <laughs> and take this idea and steal it because it's your idea. Well, there you go, for, uh, uh, on the record. On the record. Uh, this is the first step. And now Michelle has a job to do. And now she's going to call me and say, how do I get into the U.S. Copyright <laughs> Right. Well, well, she's you know probably what? on it. Seven forty-three. She's probably doing it already. <laughs> All she has to do is go into www.uscopyrightoffice.com. So you know what, Michelle, if you have any questions, call me later. But we're going to take a break, and then we have one more segment together. Adam, you are doing so great. You are a wonderful correspondent. Stay tuned. We'll be back in two minutes. Streaming the world over, voiceamerica.com. 
Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. West Coast Business Review and host Amy Campbell presents Show Me the Business. Each week, you'll hear exciting guests give you vital information on advancing your business and career. Learn how others have built their empires, from best-selling authors to renowned entertainers. Listen every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific time on VoiceAmericaRadio.com. Visit our website at www.WestCoastBusinessReview.com. West Coast Business Review's Show Me the Business, connecting you to the business world. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now let's get back to more stars of PR. Here's your host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Okay, we're back with Adam Fish, owner of Big Fish Boxing, www.bigfishboxingclub.com. Adam, um, you did a very big thing in the last segment. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, what was that? (laughs) I don't know. You announced the fact that you're taking over a show, and it's yours, and nobody can take it. There you go. Now we have to go to the next step. I mean, that's it. But we'll t- we don't want to share everything on the air. No, we have even a little bit work. We have to have a sit down. We have to have like you know our little um, you know submarine lunch thing. There you go. Sitting on the floor in your office. Yep, that was fun, and and I think that's where most of our big decisions get made. <laughs> no, well, it's definitely. Listen, you have a great staff. That's why you could tell that you're a great person because um, the people that work with you, you know, are very courteous, and I don't think that you would have it any other way. No, you're as good as the people around you. I mean, that's really, you know, I, I think in any business, anything that you do. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, a, a Rhodes Scholar uh, for that. Mo- you know, for the most part, never made it through. You know, school. But I, I mean, the one thing I learned at a very young age is that you know you can only do so much yourself. Yeah, well, you know what? Having a degree doesn't necessarily guarantee success, Adam. You need to have the street smarts. Believe me. Yeah, I, no, I, I mean, I have my theories about people who went to Harvard Business School and not being able to find the bathroom. What good does it do them, really? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. it's really true. I've seen it so many times, and um, it's really street smarts is really the best thing a person can have. And you know, just like working out the body, if you work out the street smarts part of your mind, you know, you're going to be a successful person. But going back to you. <laughs> But going back to you, let's say we're getting into the holidays. You know, Thanksgiving is coming. Um, right. Christmas is coming. Um, you know, the holidays is a huge time when people just let themselves go, lose control. 
you know, eat every sweet cake they could see in sight and feel that they're entitled to do it because they have an excuse. It's one big birthday, you know. It's 30, you know, it's 30 to 40 days of partying and holidays. So let's not care about the consequences, right? Let's just, you know, have another donut, have another eggnog, you know. You know, let's throw the calorie counter right out the window. Let's talk about controlling that, Adam, and the importance of doing that. Well, okay. Uh, You know, first of all, Let's throw that out the door. Don't control it. For the next 45 days, I want everybody out there to eat as much garbage as you can and then come into my gym January 1st. We'll have a great month. They no. won't be able to move at them. <laughs> no. no, that's okay. Uh, you know, I'm just it's kidding. The big, challenge, yeah. the big boxing challenge. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, the, the, you know, first of all, it's everything changes. You know, the well, Southern California can be, you know, can be, doesn't change as much as other areas, but first it starts with the weather. It gets colder. People like comfort. You know, let's face it. Um, you come home and it's cold, and you, you know, you. There's nothing like you know warm home cooked food. And after that, you know, the interesting thing is with sweets. And uh, I think I'm speaking for a lot of people here. The more food you eat, the more sweets you crave. I don't know if that makes sense, but if you ever had a big does. meal, of course it does. I mean, you know, if you have a little bit of candy, you want more. Um, you know, you it it's a little bit of a high. It's a sugar rush. Okay, so it becomes addictive. Yeah, if I eat, if I come home and I and I eat uh, a dish of pasta, okay, and I eat a conservative amount of food, and I have a chicken breast, okay. And then I have, you know, some salad prior to that. I can tell the difference. If, if, now if I do the opposite, if I come home and I eat a big bowl of pasta with some Italian sausage, you know, and, and, you know, big piece of garlic bread. Now I've really, you know, really gone overboard. I've eaten a lot of food, maybe had a soda with it. I crave sweets after that. I of don't know. You, do. you know. And that's chemical, isn't it? Absolutely. It, it's, if you balance your food, you know, first of all, when you come home, I know it's hard, but don't eat late at night. You know, don't eat late at night. Cut out the sugars. You know, I mean, everybody's entitled. Look, it's the holidays. You know, take care of yourself. Take care of your body. Stay, exercise twice as much through the holidays so you can have that cookie or whatever, whatever, you, you know, turns you on. But when you start going extreme and you come home and you eat a big meal then you sit down and then you start with the cookies and then you know you end up with a dish of ice cream before you know it's 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night you're laying in bed and you're going what did i do you know it's like alcohol or anything else that people you know don't have food is you know what adam food is an addiction a lot of people don't know this but there is an overeating anonymous just like there's narcotics anonymous and alcohol anonymous um you know, it is an addiction. I mean, people have psychological attachments to food as well as physiological attachments to food. But you know, if they're feeling empty, you know, what do you do? You go to the you go to the refrigerator, and you know, you make yourself feel warm and fuzzy by having milk and cookies. And you know, it's it's part of the American culture that food is comfort. Um, it's also it's also a big part of the European culture, so <laughs> don't get me wrong. But you know, it, it's addictive, and people just don't understand 
that even though they're making themselves feel better, you know, as a temporary fix, they're just doing a phenomenal amount of damage to themselves. I mean, sugar, you know, sugar is as bad or can be as bad as, you know, any other kind of drug. And I don't think people understand that. Well, you, you'd mentioned something, you know, with uh, uh, Overeaters Anonymous, OA, and that is, you know, definitely a great program for people that have absolutely no self-control. Um, and I'm aware of the program, not for myself, but, you know, with people that I've worked with in the past. And, you know, just like any other program out there, um, you know, if you've got something that's out of control, there's places that you can go that don't cost money. Um, you know, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I've talked to... Well, it's all related to health, Adam, and you are the health and, you know, fitness expert now. Okay. Well, let, <laughs> let me put it in perspective then. I've spoke with many people about this issue, and I've had, you know, people that are overweight, and, and they tried everything. And I'm not just going to say overweight people. I'm going to talk about people that, you know, maybe alcohol, narcotics, whatever it may be, and they've spent thousands in, in, in hypnotherapy and psychiatrists and psychologists and in, in classes. And you know what? That, and, and, again, I'm not real familiar with the program, but I will say that that OA, that Overeaters Anonymous for people, is a free program. And people, the only success that I have heard with people, now I'm talking about people that, you know, have serious issues with it, you know, that don't eat, you know, for the sake of, of good taste and food because they're hungry, I mean, that are eating for other reasons. Um, that program works. And this is just what I've heard, just like the other programs, you know. Um, if you have an issue, you have a problem, you want to take care of it, you know. You, you know, and I'm not trying to kill therapists and, and, and hypnotherapists. No, no, and no, listen, an endorsement from you is very important. You know, I, I'm telling you, Adam Fish really does know. I mean, <laughs> the um, equation between, you know, diet and working out. And the two go hand in hand, and there's no question about it. And you know, if you are working out with Adam, if you if you're going to go into the gym or go into www.bigfishboxingclub.com, you know, if you make it a habit, what's going to happen is you're more aware of your body. You're more aware of the fact that if you're eating right, you can move faster. You don't get winded as easily. Um, the two go hand in hand. I mean, if you're working out you know, and you're aware of your body and you want to perform well, particularly in an extreme sport like boxing, you can't be eating sweets all day. But you know what? It, it's a natural connection. And it's a natural correlation. Uh, you know, when I started boxing with you, it's like I knew that what I was putting into my body was poison. You just become so aware of it, don't you? You do. And, and there's no... And this goes with everything in life, as far as I'm concerned. There is no shortcut. You, you, you have to work at what you want to succeed. And that goes food. That goes with you know. I mean, there there is no there is no pill. There is you know all the gimmicks and all the nonsense you see on TV. Hard work, hard work, baby. You know you you, you know it's like uh, if you're not born into money. I mean. I can't tell you this, the struggles I've had, you know, to get, and I'm not, a, I'm not, you know, some multimillionaire by any means, but, you know, there, I, you know, I, I get caught up with it, you know, oh, maybe I could do this and I'll become a success overnight. There is no, there is no easy way out, you know, you, you work to get what you want. 
And unfortunately, in our society, um, in you know, I'm not going to say the, the media, but you know, if people are looking to make a living the easy way. So what do they do? Is they come up with you know the F? They get something regulated through the FDA, and it's and it's a pill that basically is a placebo. And or if I said that correctly, you um, did very good. <laughs> okay, see. Tenth grade education, uh, you know, and and they get it on the market and they make millions of dollars. You know, oh, it's they true. Tour- it's, a, it's a quick fix, but it always catches up to people, Adam. That I have to say, and I have to wrap up. You know what's so funny about you? At the beginning of the show, you know, you're waking up, and then second, third, and fourth segment, you are fighting. I mean, you are in the groove. You get into the zone, and now we have to go. Uh, come on, I'm in, I'm in second gear now, Cindy. Uh, listen, that means that you're our ongoing correspondent now, and you and I will have to talk about that, okay? Yeah. But you have your gig, you're an expert, it's your first step into packaging your own show, and Adam Fish, we thank you for getting up early and sharing all of your great advice. You got and, it, Cindy, uh, I love you, you're awesome. You're, you're awesome, and, and I'll see you soon, okay, Adam? You got it. All right, take care, take Adam, care. thanks a lot. Uh-huh, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific time for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. We'll see you next week.